2: Hello and welcome. it's our number one our number one of the podcast and we want to thank you for being a loyal minion of the Maller militia and downloading the podcast, supporting the podcast. Good job by you. And in this hour number one, if you looked at the description, you already know what we're going to talk about, but maybe you did not here's the the story. Our number one is this the greatest Alabama team of all time? Alabama won the national championship on Monday night. They KO'd Ohio State in dominating fashion. Nick Saban waxed poetic. The quarterback of Alabama said it's the greatest team. Blah, 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 blah. A Maller Show investigation here in our number one coming your way right now. As the tide turns up the scoreboard, welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we sermonize coast to coast, border to border and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of Fox Sports Radio emanating live inside the magic radio box. Hope all is well. We're going to go to a place we don't normally go. Our lead this hour comes from college football. We don't talk much college football on this show. It's mostly an NFL show during football season. Uh, I do watch college football. Uh, Not as much as the NFL, but I do watch a couple college games. There's some gambling interest on that. And the national championship game was played on Monday night, a college football season that was hanging by a thread. I think we can all agree on that. Over the summer, we talked a lot about it during the early part of the pandemic, doing sports talk radio and speculating about if that sport is going to come back or this sport, what's going to happen. Now, Alabama played Ohio State, a couple of heavyweights, a couple of blue bloods of college football in the national championship game. They had about 14,000 socially distanced fans in Miami. I don't know if you saw the game or not, if you watched it. I was... I was engaged. I was sitting back enjoying the game, and it, it was not much of a game. It was not. Now, early on, Ohio State was able to score some points, and they kept kept within striking distance. But as the game progressed, it was blowout city, Alabama winning their 18th national championship as a, as a school, as a franchise. Uh, they beat Ohio State and beat them bigly, beat them bigly. Nick Saban – He's been at Alabama a while now. That's his sixth title at Alabama, seventh overall. And the Heisman Trophy winner, Devontae Smith, who has NFL scouts drooling about his future success in their league, 12 catches, 215 yards, and not one, not two, but three touchdowns. And he left the game in the third quarter. The guy left the game in the third quarter, this Devontae Smith, because of a hand injury. Uh, Didn't need to even play the end of the game It did not matter. A domination situation. So now, and I've been doing this a while in sports radio, and anytime a team wins and has a dominant season, Alabama obviously did all that, uh, perfect season, and they crown themselves the national champion. So all of this hyperbole comes out, and there's a lot of it. Uh, Mac Jones. Keeping up with the Joneses, the quarterback. More on him in a minute. Mac Jones says Alabama, the best team to ever play after they won the championship. Even Nick Saban entered into the conversation. He was into the chat. Nick Saban called Alabama, this Alabama team, the ultimate team as they win the college football championship. And there's others as well, but we're going to focus on those two. So we asked the question, was this Alabama team, of 2020 into 2021, the greatest of them all. What were they, the greatest of them all? Uh, And I'm going to go thumbs down, not thumbs up. I'm going thumbs down on this just to prove I'm not making it up. Listen to Nick Saban here waxing poetic about his Alabama team. Well, to me, this is the ultimate team. All these guys bought into everything they needed to do to be the best players that they could be. There's more togetherness on this team than almost any team that we've ever had. And they had to overcome and persevere so much adversity through this season. And they've done it magnificently. And I'm so proud of this group for what they've been able to
5: accomplish in going undefeated and winning the national championship.
2: All right, the crowd goes wild. So I've got the Mona Lisa, Dunce cap, and the side hustle. And we will tie all of these things together. Now, A, I am just not prepared to say this is the greatest team in Alabama history. I'm not. Uh, and there's there's several reasons for that. But the main one is I do not like to be a prisoner of the moment. right? And this this always happens. I'd be better at this, this whole sports talk radio thing, if I was fully invested. Now, I have been called Captain Knee Jerk. But on this one, I'm not going to be a prisoner of the moment. And, and these type of things have to breathe. Now, I realize that in the moment, everything's bigger and greater and all that stuff. And, and here's the other takeaway from listening to Nick Saban. It reminds me of the legendary college basketball coach, Roy Williams. Nick Saban, all these old-school coaches do the same thing. Every team they coach, they love. Every team they coach. Right after, says, I love these guys. Oh, I wish I could coach these guys forever. Every single team. Now, that said... Alabama was really impressive. They bulldozed the Buckeyes. This was like the varsity versus the junior varsity. Very rarely do you see Ohio State in the modern era play like that. And I, I was flashing back to our caller from Dayton, Dick and Dayton, who calls up the show, and he loves Ohio State. And even he said Alabama was going to crush him, and he was right. But Ohio State was unable to neutralize the playmakers, and it made Mac Jones, Mac Jones look like Patrick Mahomes – chucking the football around the field, 464 yards and five touchdowns. Are you bleeping kidding me? And he was limping around. That's like pouring salt on top of the Buckeyes' wound. In addition, this Devontae Smith, my God, put him on the Rams right now. I like the Rams. Put him on the Rams. How about with the Patriots? Any of those teams. My God, this guy's amazing. And Najee Harris was great as well. He had three touchdowns. Who? It was It was fantastic. An overpowering force. But the greatest of all time? No, you can be extraordinary, but you don't want to be the greatest of all time. Now, keep in mind that Mac Jones, here's the thing about this. So I got I got curious. I see Mac Jones play like this. I know he's had some some good numbers this year, and and, and Alabama's obviously been a dominant team, and they've been just taking people's lunch money pretty much every game. So I was like, is this Mac Jones guy? Does he have a chance at the NFL? So I looked up some of the uh, the draft profiles on Mac Jones, and he is not projected as an NFL player. He's a backup game manager type. The the early scouting report is he just is not going to translate to the NFL. So he's a dominant one-hit wonder, one-year wonder, after sitting behind Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungvaluwa. But it was a mismatch on paper, and it played out that way. And so I remember a couple years ago when Nick Saban was having some issues with Clemson. I guess it wasn't even a couple years ago. Uh, And reports of his demise were greatly exaggerated, uh, shall we say. So now you look at the Saban scoreboard. Seven national titles, six at Bama in 14 years. And the greatest lie ever told was Nick Saban when he told the media in Miami that he was going to continue on as the Dolphin coach while... While while his uh, his belongings were being moved to Alabama, but uh, he passes Bear Bryant. Wow, man! And Never from an from an offensive standpoint, uh, this was the Mona Lisa. It was a masterpiece. It was next level badassery. Uh, and it's kind of like when you play a vi- uh, an NFL video game or any football video game, and you're just so much better, and you have the better players, and you know how to play the game. You know all the cheat codes. And uh, whether this is the greatest Alabama team of all time or not, we can certainly agree on this, that Nick Saban is the greatest pandemic coach in our lives in college football history. And Bama continues to be a pro football clearinghouse. While I was looking up Mac Jones and his NFL future, while he doesn't have much of an NFL future, Alabama's roster, they say around a dozen players. About a dozen players are expected to be picked in the first two rounds of the 2021, I imagine, virtual NFL draft. Uh, Six in the first, six in the second, some combination of that. Now, part B of this, while some are saying the, the national title for Alabama is more impressive because of the COVID story, I also put that in the hyperbole category. It was different. Different does not mean better, right? Different does not mean better. It was not a level playing field. And I would argue the point that of all the major sports leagues in America, college football botched this most, right? I mean, you you look around and we can take pot shots at baseball because they had their issues and uh, the NBA had to go to a bubble. But college football, they get to wear the dunce cap as a whole. Now, not everybody, right? If fiasco and debacle had a baby, it would be the 2020 college football season. I'm really pointing my finger. You can't see me, but I'm pointing my finger at the Big Ten and the Pac 12 emasculating. And then to compound things, the Big Ten moved the finish line in the middle of the race. Now, I know why they did it. And if I was running the Big Ten, I would have done it too. But if I'm an Indiana Hoosiers fan, I'm like, screw you. But they had to catapult the Buckeyes into the the money games, and they did that. And Ohio State didn't win the championship, but they certainly won the money. And I'm not sure if you believe in karma, but it's nice that the SEC had a champion. Of course, they usually seem to have a champion. It's either well, lately it's been Clemson or some SEC team. Last year, of course, LSU. But Bama was standing at the starting gate, and they were like, "We're ready to go," while. Big Ten schools like Nebraska had to hire lawyers and try to figure things out. So they obviously value football. We know this. It's not breaking news here below the Mason-Dixon line more so than in other places. But the Big Ten, it's it's nice that they're not rewarded with a championship because the way that conference operated was a joke. Alright, now the last word here. Moments before Alabama was set to kick off against the Ohio State University, dot the I, we found out Who is in the on-deck circle to replace Steve Sarkeesian, Sark, as the next offensive coordinator for the Crimson Tide? I don't know if you saw this or not. Maybe you did not. A deal has been agreed to. A deal has been agreed to, and this came out just just a few minutes before kickoff, between, wait for it, wait for it, Bill O'Brien, the notorious former head coach of the Houston Texans he's going to Bama it is expected to be completed in the next couple of days now what does that mean it means O'Brien's get he gets a cush job he's going to replace Steve Sarkeesian on Nick Saban's coaching staff and Sark is going to go to Austin and he'll be he'll be fired in 2 years, 3 years, 4 years. Uh he ain't going to last there very long. He's uh, not not a very good head coach. Yes. A uh, b- b- Speaking of that, uh, I want to point out, now Chris Fowler Chris Fowler and Kirk Herbstreit, I wanted to take a shower as they were slobbering all over Sarkeesian in uh, the early part of the game, and it made me want to run to my liquor cabinet uh, after hearing all that nonsense. Now, this continues a trend for Nick Saban, right? It continues a trend. We talk about this seemingly every year. He has been running Nick Saban his own little side hustle to help tarnished coaches with reputation rehab, it's his mishagas is what it is. Forget those luxury rehab facilities. You know, we do the show from L.A. and he's got these big facilities in Malibu with uh, all that. If you're a coach who's on the hard scrabble streets of the coaching world, you're down on your luck. Where do you go? You don't go to Malibu. No, 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 no. You go to Tuscaloosa, is what you do. You don't. You don't go to the Betty Ford Clinic. You go to the Nick Saban Clinic, is what you do. And O'Brien is in line now in a line that includes Lane Kiffin, who's now the head coach in Mississippi, and you've got Steve Sarkeesian at Texas. And I guarantee you, I guarantee you that Bill O'Brien will be getting a head coaching job at a major institution within the next three years. It's pretty easy to coach offense when you're at Alabama, and it's the haves versus the have-nots. In pretty much every game, it's the uh, grown-ups versus the children. Uh, Nick Saban also, he's 69 years old. At some point, he's going to have to step aside, although I think he's part cyborg at this point. And I know he dyes his hair. He's got all that going on. Good for him. He's still got hair. I wish I had that. Uh, I will believe that Nick Saban stops coaching at Alabama when I see Alabama name somebody else as coach. And It's just amazing because I, I remember I was, when I was doing uh, network college football studio stuff years ago. And that was in the the dark period for Alabama football, and you know it was a bad point in Alabama history because I think it was uh, was it Mike Debose was the coach, I believe, and uh, Shula's kid was there in that time. But we got Alabama games a lot, which means they weren't very good. If we got them, they were not very good. So that's just the just a little footnote. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. If you would like to be part, we will take your phone calls here at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. It was good to hear from some of my friends in the Maller Militia, the regular callers to the show that have apparently uh, been away. I don't, I don't know what's been going on here, but they're back. Many of them are back, and I did get an email. What happened to Beer Drinking Brian? Is, I don't know. I'm. I'm not uh, their father. I don't know. They're welcome to call. I think Beer Drinking Brian. Last I heard was working the, the dreaded day shift. Uh, so I. So I was told. So, which. Yeah, if that's the case, I mean, my God. All right. Uh, so go crazy. You gotta go crazy. We've got that and in a holding pattern. We'll get to those stories and we will do them and we'll do them next.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app.
4: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's
0: going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
6: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin.
2: Choose from the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that.
7: We believe in the power of the people in the Maller Militia get the most out of the Ben Maller Show listing experience by adding your touch. Take a few seconds to follow your host. He's at Ben Maller And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. It was an old school newspaper reporter and he had talked like this. Tell us what you like and don't like. And now live from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller.
2: Well, people freaking out after Alabama wins the national championship. Have you seen some of the video and photographs coming out of Tuscaloosa?
7: Wow. I have not. I, I, well, Ben, I knew, to be fair, they don't they don't win very no, often, so you can understand. understand why they'd be going crazy. No,
2: no, I'm just talking about seeing human beings be next to human beings. I haven't seen that. I know you're not supposed to do it, and it's – you know it's bad. It was, we're told it's terrible, and all these people are going to be you know in bad shape. But my God, that street in—it's right near a pharmacy. I see a pharmacy sign. Have you seen these photographs? My God, there—the entire street is just a bunch of college kids all standing like packed in like sardines, celebrating. Yeah, you know, when's the last time they went? Was it 2018? Was that the last time? Way back in 2018, the last time Alabama won. Was that right? It was like, a different world to be, to be fair. Back, that is back then. That is uh, that's true. But uh, wow, isn't it wild that we've gotten to in a place? Uh, we've gotten to a place now, Eddie, where watching sports fans celebrate, standing side by side, you're like, ooh, ooh, whoa! You're like, I can't believe that. It's uh, the images. I'm gonna send you, uh, you guys. You, well, you can find them yourself, but I'll, I'll be nice. I'm gonna be nice here, and I'm gonna send you uh, some of these because uh, they are wild. I mean, if you were to try to count the people, I don't think I can count that high. I'm in radio, I can't count that high. That is insanity. Uh, how many, how many people are out there having a a good old time celebrating Alabama's win? Well, uh, well, good for them, and I'm hopefully they will be all okay and good and all that stuff. Who am I to uh, condemn? Uh, so uh, we've got that. We will take your uh, calls as well at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, and uh, we have the burner account right in. Burner account says Ben, it makes my head hurt to hear a coach say that every time they win a championship. But I, am I the only one that says this college season was the most unwatchable of all time? Just didn't have interest in this season. B plus. Yeah, I I would. Piggyback on that. I was not into it. Now, I'm not a huge college football guy in general. I like college football. I used to go to uh, games back when Pete Carroll was coaching an SC. They had like a little NFL team, and I loved that period of time. Uh, but just it was so all over the place, it was so wonky. Uh, Robin Vegas says this will be the greatest litmus test in the history of college athletics. If Nick Saban can win a national title with that bum, Bill O'Brien, a.k.a. the butt chin, uh, as his offensive coordinator, then that will make him hands down the greatest coach in the history of all of sports. Uh, no helps us. Definitely agree with you, Ben. The NCAA football uh, wears the 2020 dunce cap, and that puts the biggest asterisk on the achievement of winning the national championship. And those stats for Devontae Smith in only one half are crazy great. Yeah, he was he was awesome. He was really, really good. He was really, really good. Uh, anyway, let's go to the phones here. Eight, seven, seven, 99 on Fox. Well, you asked for it and it shall appear. Let's say hello to beer drinking Brian who is in Kansas city. Hello, beer drinking Brian.
5: What's up, Ben? Welcome back, buddy. Thank you. Beer drinking. And, uh, condolences to your father. And, you. uh, yes. but, um, I don't even know what I got to say. You know, I just, I well, just uh, want to say, say hi. Is
2: what you well, thank you. you just you, you, put one word in front of the other word, and then you just keep you. Know, you add another word, then you put a period or a comma,
5: or well, a punctuation,
2: and then you just keep talking. It's talk, 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 well, talk, talk. It's uh. You know.
5: Well, I just got out of ICU for about a week, so. Oh my! You know, God. know, beer drinking, Brian. Well, that's that, cool. that rhabdo, my ass.
2: The yeah. Rabdo. Well, you know, you can't be drinking with the Rabdo, right? The Rabdos, you have got a very listen, beer drinking Brian. <laughs> all right. You got a very serious condition here, buddy. You got to you got you to gotta hold back, you know, get that under control. Yes.
5: Well, I I got the liquor out of me. Okay. So, so now you got to work no on longer, the beer. You're watered
2: drinking, oh, you're still drinking the beer. But, you know, alcohol is in the beer. I believe <laughs> unless you're drinking non-alcoholic beer, which tastes terrible. I, I just yeah.
5: Oh yeah, no duels here.
2: So, what did the doctor tell you when you went to the well, ICU? Well,
5: she tell well because I'm beer drinking Brian. She yeah. says that uh, at this point, yeah. no liquor, but she nope. doesn't want to cut me off the beer at this point because you know of yes. effects on that or something. So wait, wait.
2: So you are you are so beer is part of your bloodstream that you, the <laughs> doctor is afraid if you stop drinking beer, your body will have a terrible reaction.
5: Yeah. Wow. I guess. Unbelievable. Yeah. That is One wild. That's, yeah, that's totally be, a thing. Hopefully, I'll cool. be around uh, by the time you get to Minnesota, and I can go to that. You know.
2: Well, no, no, no! Don't no. check out. I've had enough death for a
5: while. I'm good. All right, I'm good <laughs> on the
2: death. Okay, uh, try to try to stick around.
5: Okay? No, I'll uh, be around. I'll be around. You know, okay. so I'm I'm working on it. You know, I, I, I got uh, you. All right, you you still with ha- you, you still with half pine? Everything good with you too? Yeah. You, you, yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I guess she called on her phone and got oh, through. Oh, she did. So I guess she's she's on her phone. Oh, so we to we to have a conversation
2: in. with Half Pint later on. Also, this is exciting here. This is. <laughs> is there anyone else well, in the household? I remember we had was it uh, car wash or something like that? What was the other one? No, uh, no, it? she's gone. But she's gone.
5: But he's knocked out.
2: Oh, he's knocked out. not knocked up. I think yeah, that would be impossible. He's knocked <laughs> out. I would think. Uh, yeah, I got you. All right. Well, very exciting there. Thank you. Had nothing to say. We did about four minutes. So it's very nice. Maybe three minutes, but you had nothing going on. So uh, very kind. He met uh, me on my John Zero wearing McGee Bailey. Yeah. She's she's in the queue, as they say. She's standing by. Uh, just Josh says no need to worry about social distancing in celebration of the Alabama fans. They're all related. Uh come on, Josh. Lame jokes are at the end of the week, dude. That's that's how dare you. I'd like to apologize to all of the fine radio stations in Alabama that carry our little radio show. That was just Josh in Cincinnati. You can direct your rage to Just Josh in Cincinnati. So there's been a lot of conversation over the last couple of years about players making money in college sports based on their likeness. Probably have seen some of those stories. We've talked about that. There have done many monologues on that issue over the years. Well, the NCAA has decided to play the slow game. All right, they announced in a story that did not get a lot of attention on Monday, while the national championship game was being played later that night, it was tabled, the the vote, they were supposed to have a vote that would provide name, image, and likeness rights to athletes in college sports as well as a vote that would expand the transfer protocol. The NCAA said the decision to postpone the vote was based on a recent correspondence with the U.S. Department of Justice. So they're delaying it which there's a couple ways to look at it, say this is inevitably going to happen, or the other way to look at it is they, the NCAA thinks they've found a loophole where they don't have to go down this road. And there's antitrust laws involved in this. The Supreme Court has agreed to hear the NCAA's antitrust lawsuit uh, regarding the slogan amateurism, which the NCAA, that and student-athlete, which they picked up years ago, to try to get out of uh, lawsuits, and they put all those terms in, and they just repeat them over enough time, they become
3: part of the standard conversation. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific.
7: Now, there was a Pelicans-Mavericks game scheduled in Dallas on Monday that was not played, and there was also word that Tuesday's Celtics-Bulls game in Chicago uh, postponed because of... COVID-19 issues. Now back to Ben Maller and the Fox sports radio studios.
2: Oh, good job, Eddie. You did not uh, make a mistake on that. Yeah. Not that. You would make a,
7: Oh no, I believe me. The, f- the first couple of days, uh, yeah. there were plenty of,
2: uh, I hear you. Yeah. Well, you
7: know, the the,
2: the changes that take place. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 became
7: a thing I didn't even think I was doing. You know, you just do it. And then now you're like, don't do it. Oh.
2: Yeah. You know, sometimes when I'm trying to sleep during the day, I'll just give out the number 877 (laughs) fox and sleep. (laughs) Other other people count sheep. I just give out the Fox Sports Radio phone number because it's so. Boy, if I if I had to go work somewhere else and learn, I, I did briefly work at the uh, station in Boston, and that was I. I think I gave out the wrong number there a few oh, times. Oh yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just by you know. I cool.
7: had a job uh, way back when answering phones, and occasionally I would answer my home phone with <laughs> with the work uh, line that you're oh. saying. <laughs>
2: Oh, let me tell you. When I was doing stringing, which is radio reporting, and I had like four or five networks and stations yeah, I was doing yeah. updates for, oh my God. And then you
7: get to the end of it and you're like, oh crap, who am I well, doing I remember, this for?
2: I, I, was, I remember, <laughs> I was, one of them, I was at the press box at Dodger Stadium. I did this great update and I slammed the phone down victoriously as I had just did this award winning, Marconi award winning uh, update and I would locked out with the wrong station. <laughs> and I'd given, uh, it was, uh, oh. it was, unfortunate it was it was very impressive work eddie except for the part that i screwed up the yeah, most important thing here the tag at the at the end of it so did you watch the national championship of, game? Course, you, so, of course you engaged. engaged. yeah you did. yeah okay All no, right. I, were, were you upset that fresno state didn't make it you were disappointed that they didn't make it i know yeah.
7: no <laughs> no, <laughs> no it were not. was not uh it's a whole different uh ball game now did you see
2: in the second quarter did you see when a player by the name of Jordan Battle, defensive back, was ejected? Yes, it was a, it was a play down at about the five yard line for Ohio State. Their tight ends coming down and that poof,
7: happens co- once pretty much every game in college football. Somebody gets ejected for that. Ejected. Yeah. yes <laughs> uh
2: now i think I, i'm gonna be the uh neanderthal here eddie i think this is a bull crap rule like that's a bang bang situation and how how is jordan battle supposed to not make he's in position to make the play and it just kind of it all happened within a split second yeah. how are you just the, we're all human beings here i think well, you know, maybe there's some aliens listening i don't know but From from the cosmos out there, but how are you supposed to stop? And I did see a bunch of NFL players were like bashing the NCAA rules and all that stuff, including my guy Jalen Ramsey for the number one defense of the NFL, the LA Rams, because you can ram it all day and you can ram it all night. And there were a bunch of even JJ Watt, of course, had to chime in on this because why not? Has he been traded yet by the Texans, JJ? He's not been traded yet. He's still
7: no. I think I would have had that in the old report there that was the case but now yeah so remember
2: josh josh norman used to be a big deal in the nfl he said the ejection rules stuff is for the birds man he said yeah i I agree with those guys i agree with them it's i understand what you're trying to but you you watch some of those old videos back in the day which wasn't that long ago i guess maybe it was a long time ago but it's like they just call it football. They didn't, you know, targeting. You got to eject this guy and that guy yeah, and all that. They just don't
7: know. want him to lower that helmet anymore. I, I understand I that. that, but it is it is difficult. They're running full speed. This They're guy very wasn't fast. going full.
2: He wasn't going full Chuck Cecil back in the day, right? No, old, say, that, that
7: was the he human was torpedo. Oh, yes, he was a human missile. Uh, yeah, he was looking yeah. at his shoes on every hit. Um, <laughs> yeah. There was a worse one in the Clemson uh, Ohio State game where the middle linebacker for Clemson just hit hit the quarterback in the rib you know it wasn't like he was up in the air and he couldn't you know defend himself the old helpless receiver and he did it with his helmet though and and because he hurt the quarterback he got ejected so yeah
2: ejected i did see some tears there on the sidelines though he was bummed out man i get it he was like that's a big deal you're in the national championship game. yeah
7: I'd second year in a row he got, he got ejected
2: oh it's consistency yeah that's one of those records that's hard to break right that's a good that's a good record so anyway, all right, it's Ben other show on Fox. To the phones we go, we talk to Beer Drinking Brian. Let's say hello to his better half here, uh, the uh, wonderful Half Pint from Kansas City, the same house. We're only on in one house in Kansas City. We're apparently not on anywhere else. Hello, Half Pint.
5: Hey, man, what are you doing?
2: Hey, now, are, are you and Beer Drinking Brian on good terms now? Everything good between oh, yeah, you two? yeah, we're all
5: still on good terms. Okay. Yeah, he was in the hospital there for but just got out yesterday.
2: Now, did you pick him up on the on the John Deere tractor?
5: No, I didn't pick him uh. up on the John Deere tractor. But he forgot to tell you what his alcohol level was.
2: Oh God! Oh oh no! Oh, oh, right, 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 oh, no,
5: you ruined the. G- we were going
2: to play a game, half pint, and you ruined the game. Uh, we were about to play a game. Well, a to be bad- fair,
7: most people didn't understand what she said, so you could. Still oh, play that's a good point. Game. Okay, uh,
2: beer drinking Brian's. This is his blood alcohol level. Mm-hmm. All right, and and you took him to the hospital, or did he go by ambulance? He
1: went by ambulance.
2: Oh my god! Oh, yeah, yeah. Are you on a first name basis with the ambulance driver? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> All right. All right, let's try to guess the blood alcohol level for Beer Drinking Brian. This is a, according, we cannot confirm this, but this is according to Half Pint, lady friend of Beer Drinking Brian, one of the power couples on the show. Uh, so happy they found our show. Uh, I heard. I think I heard you say four something, so I don't know that. I think oh. you'd be dead if it was that high, though, right? What's the highest, what's the range? Let's see here, like .8, you're drunk, right? .8. In a lot of places. Uh, all right, four, 4.5, 4. I guess I'll go. Eddie. Jesus.
7: Um. I I'll,
2: don't think he's involved in this, but he might be soon. Well, yeah,
7: I think he's. Uh, yeah. He's getting warmed up in the bullpen. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh. He's, I'll, uh I'll, he's
2: about to open the pearly gates. Apparently. <laughs> yes. Uh,
7: I'll say. Uh, I'll say uh, three point
2: five. Three point five. All right, uh, and Roberto, would you like to play our game? We're guessing the blood yeah. alcohol level of beer-drinking Brian. <laughs> it's
7: very enthusiastic. Hell, oh, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> i can do that. I'm going to say uh, .41. .41, okay. I'm I'm four. More reasonable. I think my guess you'd be dead. Uh, what about oh, yeah. you?
7: Point, point .3 something is what yeah, I would p- say. I'll yeah. put a point in front yeah, of you, yeah, too. Yeah, what yeah,
2: about yeah. you, uh, Coop? I mean, I I uh, I heard half pint. Yeah, you hear what I un- I, under- I understood what she said you understand her language? Yes. The Klingon language of half pint Okay, Coop is not going to play the game. Go ahead half pint reveal answers. 480. 3 she said. No, she's 480. 480. 480. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, so awesome. p- point point I'm assuming point 480. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's bad, right? That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> That's, That's not well, good. it
4: depends how much he weighs. How well, much
5: how much
2: is, does beard drinking Brian weigh? He's a skinny weigh? guy.
4: He's tall, he's, but he's how much a
2: little I said
5: say about about one one thirty, one forty. Oh, oh dang! God. Oh wow. And he's not oh, like oh. six four? Yeah. Oh, he's a tough
0: yeah. He
5: can
2: no, he, he can't be hundred and thirty <laughs> pounds and 6'4". No. That seems impossible to me. Yeah. I
5: Yeah. 130 to 140.
2: Okay. <laughs> she sounds All confident. Right. Well uh run,
5: how, cool. how much do you weigh? Okay. <laughs> one forty eight was well,
2: uh, I See, okay, a little more. That's okay. still not much. That's still not much. Okay, well, this is fascinating. Uh, yeah. uh, take care of him. Thank you, Beer Drinking Brian. And Half Pint, thank you. Okay, there they go. So that got me curious. I, I Googled yeah, uh, so did I. what the highest blood alcohol content ever recorded is, Yeah. and it's 1.480 is the highest ever. So you're saying Half Pint might be off a little bit? Brian? No, no. Or, oh, half okay. pint saying
4: 480, which I'm assuming
2: is just... Like 0.480. Yeah. The way she said it, though, it sounded different than that. Yeah, well, she said 480, but I mean, yeah.
7: Yeah. All right. Well,
2: wonderful, wonderful, wonderful.
7: I've got this little chart here. It says 0.40 and above is alcohol poisoning may result in death.
2: That's likely why he went to the hospital. And 0.3
7: says severe intoxication about 15 or more drinks. 15 is three.
2: Wow. <laughs> I've been at that level many times then. Jeez. Okay. Uh, let's uh, press on. We got the NBA pickup. We'll get to that. Here's the Who Am I game. Uh, thanks to Tim, who? by the way, who sent this one in a little bit late. But here it is. Uh, Mac Jones of Alabama becoming the first quarterback to complete 80 plus percent of his passes for 450 or more yards and five or more touchdowns in a bowl game since I did it. Again, Mac Jones of Alabama just a few hours ago on Monday night becoming the first quarterback to complete 80-plus percent of his passes for 450-plus yards and five or more touchdowns in a bowl game since I did it. Who am I? The answer
3: next.
5: It's Labor Day.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen
0: live. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
1: Hi, checking in for...
0: Or the perfect table.
1: Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel? It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com with Amex.
1: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zyn online or in a store near you at zyn.com slash find. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
2: Hey, it's here. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash SportsTireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
7: Nothing good happens after midnight unless you listen to the Ben Maller Show. Join the fastest growing club on Fox Sports Radio. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And on Instagram, go to at Ben Maller on Fox. And you can touch the weekly show bits like... You can add your touch to the weekly show oh, bits. You're like, oh, <laughs> doing so good, Eddie. You're jokes. doing
2: so good, man. Jeez. We'll edit that out in post-production. Oh, good. Thank you. Co- co- yeah, take we'll, care of that. We'll edit that out in post. Yeah, no <laughs> problem.
7: And now, from the Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll have the
2: NBA pick em in a moment, but first, here's the Who Am I game in honor of the national championship game that goes Who? to... The Crimson Tide, roll them Tide. Mac Jones of Alabama becoming the first quarterback to complete 80-plus percent of his passes for 450-plus yards and five touchdowns in a bowl game since me. Who am I? That is the question. What's the answer? Our buddy Skeeter in Montana. Good to hear from Skeeter. He says Tom Sawyer is the answer. Skeeter was actually friends with Tom Sawyer back in the – Back in the day. Christina from Spokane is going with Ed from Spokane. Jimbo says it's Chris Wanky. That is the answer. Will in Pennsylvania checks in with Joe Namath as his selection. Uh, who else do we have? Page down, page down. Arik is going with Beer Drinking Brian's Destroyed Liver as his answer. Uh, the uh, Preds fan Dave said Arch Schleister is the way to go. Joe Burrow from Gumby Dave that is his selection. Dean Winchester was guest. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, Palm Desert Rats says Joe Burrow. Richard Sherman from Justin in Cincinnati. Carderol Jones, Carderol Jones of uh, Just Josh in Cincinnati. That was his guest. Uh, who else do we have? Let's see here. Craig Krenzel, guest by Chris. In Des Moines, the Tiger Lily in Michigan is going with Jamarcus Russell. Robbie, the Josh Allen fanboy, is going with Josh Allen. His crush is his answer. Uh, Cordell Stewart, guessed by Jason in Denver. That was his answer. Uh, Who else do we have? Let's see. Page up. Kenny Stabler from the Raider Freak. Uh, And we've got uh, Miguel on fire says, You are beer-drinking Brian's future Suit tailor and hairdresser Lenny from Florida. I see what you did there. (laughs) Timu Solani. There's a good name from the past. Guessed by the late night drug tester. That's his answer. Do you have an answer, Eddie? Please. Sure. Uh, I'll go
7: with Vince Young from Texas.
2: Vince Young? No. It's actually, it happened a long time ago, but it's a quarterback that played in the NFL playoffs this weekend. The correct answer he was playing at North Carolina State. Philip Rivers in the 2003 Tangerine Bowl. Dad gum. Yeah. You think he had the bolo tie back then, too? I don't know. Here we go. Let's do it right now. It is time now for the NBA Pick'em brought to you by Discover. We treat you like you'd treat you. And not a full slate of NBA games. One of them has already been postponed for Tuesday night. But... I'm told, Eddie, you are going
7: first. Uh, Mr. NBA. Yes, indeed. I'll yeah. go with Na- Nikola Jokic. Chalky McChalk. Uh, give me Eeny, Meeny,
2: Miny, Moe. How about Joel Embiid? Joel Embiid. Roberto. Anthony Davis, uh, Fanboy pick. Kupalu. <laughs> LeBron James. Oh, Come my. Up, you guys baby. are so pathetic. Go ahead, Coop. <laughs> uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're picking the best players. Super yeah. pathetic. Uh,
5: go.
2: Andre Drummond. Uh-huh. Roberto. Go ahead, Roberto. I'll go with uh, Jared Allen, baby. Jared Allen. All right, you can have him. Give me Spider Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz. Go ahead, Eddie. The back-to-back, Eddie. I'll take Kevin Durant and All James right. Harden. Damn it. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo Give me Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Oh,
7: patient zero.
2: Of my Utah Jazz. Yes. Uh, Roberto, your final pick, Roberto. Uh, Colin Sexton. Who? From the oh, Cavaliers. Uh, I know. I, uh, this is... I don't. It's more fun. He's, no, he's, he's a, good. He's, he's good. He's a first-round pick. All right, go ahead. Last pick, Koopaloop. Who you got, Koop. Steph Curry. The great Steph Curry. All right, there it is. The... NBA pick in the books again. How much NBA have you watched? They, the Wizards <laughs> got to win. I, was, I know, you've watched none. You're, I know, you've watched none. But um, I need the Wizards to win some games here, Eddie, because, again, I have, a, I have a bet with Rob Parker. And so it's nice. they be, The Suns are coming back down to earth a little bit. They played pretty well the first like week and a half of the season, but they're coming back to earth uh, a little bit. And uh, Bradley Beal continuing to light the scoreboard up we you know what this show needs more hot wizards talk if there's one thing this show needs more wizard talk
6: clearly i don't care the journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road but if you're ready for a change consider taking zinn for a spin zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere anytime no smoke no spit and no lingering odor